So, so we are, we are on Chavzayin Amid Aleph. Chavzayin Amid Aleph. Um, I would say it's like 10 lines from the bottom. So we said yesterday, we said yesterday that the halacha about till when you can daven mincha, Rabbi Yehuda, till plag, the chachamim, till evening, is the other side of a coin as far as when you can daven marav, when the Shabbos start, etc. So we said that the people that made early Shabbos, like Rav, obviously held that the day can end at plag. So says the Gemara, about, what, a seven, eight, ten lines from the bottom, Rav, Ikla Lebe Geneva. Rav once stayed by the house of Geneva, Vitzali Shal Shabbos, Barav Shabbos. And he davened the Shabbos Tfilis, on Arab Shabbos, which means we know this about Rav, he made early Shabbos, that it's okay to start Shabbos after Plag and Davin Marv after Plag. Um, for those of you that ask, the bottom tesis here, the Rav Shabbos, Shabbos, if you, you do the right girsa with the Marsha, you're allowed to Davin early and still do Malach. It's not necessarily Tali Zebizet. That there's a special allowance for tefillah and kriyashma that you could daven before it's night, but not necessarily have to start Shabbos. But that's complicated. We'll talk about it more on Amid Beis. So he was by Geneva, and he davened early Shabbos. Now the Gemara is going to go off on a shtickle tangent here, but very negaya. right behind Rav. Visayim Rav, and Rav finished the Shman Esrei, this Shman Esrei that he davened Friday afternoon for Friday night. And he didn't take three steps back and interrupt the Tfila of Reb Says the Gemara, Shma Mina Talas. We see from this story with Rav and Reb Yirmiya three halachas. Number one, Number one, Shmamina Mispaladim Shal Shabbos Barav Shabbos. The first thing and why it's here is that you're able to daven Tfilah Shabbos on Friday afternoon before it's dark. You're allowed to make early Shabbos. Like we said, the Mangan Avram last night, it may be even a good thing to do that. Number two, Vishmamina Mispalal Talmud Achayre Rabbi. We see that a Talmud is able to daven immediately behind his Rebbe. And that's not a problem. We'll get there in a minute. And we see from here a third thing. It is usher to walk in front of someone when they daven Shmonesri. Says the Gemara Messiah, it is usher to walk in front of someone when he's davening Shmonesri. The Gemara tries questioning it. Aini v'harabami v'rabasi chalfi. Rabami and Rabasi used to walk right in front of each other when they daven Shmonesrei. Says the Gemara, nope. Rabami v'rabasi chutz l'arba amis u'da chalfi. Rabami and Rabasi were 
outside of the radius of four Amis when they walked in front of one another, and therefore it's permissible. So this is the din in Shas that is passing in Shachnar, I think some of the that it is usher to walk in front of someone when they dive in Shemonesri. I think this is in serious contention for the most violated Allah and Allah Shachnar. Especially the Huh? Especially, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, like, this is, this, is like, this is a real, real, real tough one. So let's talk about it for, for a couple minutes. So first of all, let's just say for one second, we'll avoid walking directly in front of someone, right? So, so let's say I'm not in Shemesu here, so I do the old slanty heter, and I get here. And then I exit this way. Because something buzzed in my pocket during shakras, so it's an emergency to get out and see Vastutza. Right? So, I, so, am I able to walk on the side of people? Let's start. So, what's the issue of walking? We'll, we'll, we'll get there. Let's, let's start here, and we'll, we'll get to what the problems can be. So, the Shulchan Aruch Paskins, you're allowed to walk on a guy's side. It's just a problem walking right in front of someone. Mishnabrura says, eh, he brings a machlaikas. Whether or not you're able to walk on the side of somebody, eventually he's going to come out l'chumra. So the first question is, why over here do we have tunnel vision and only what's in front of someone matters Shachanarach Paskins was on the side, it's Mutter, Mishabur is Mesopic. We had a Gemara by Tzaya, but you're not allowed to daven when you see Tzaya. Now, Shachanarach Paskins, what does seeing Tzaya mean? Directly in front of you, says the Halacha, this is how the Shachanarach Paskins, Mishabur Paskins, it's your field of vision, which means if you're like more or less normal, you could see 270 degrees. You could see your right hand here, left hand here, you could see. Be'erech 270 degrees around you. Meshabura and the Shachnarach Paskins, when it comes to seeing Tzayah, when you daven, anything you could see without needing to turn your head, obviously if you turn your head you could see further, anything you can see without turning your head is called seeing Tzayah. Yet, by us, Olavar, Kenegan, and it's only what's directly in front of you that the Shachnarach Paskins is us. Says the Gemara, says the answer. The Paiskim say an answer. And here we're getting to your thing. It's totally different. Passing in front of a guy when he's davening is not a din in vision. It's not a din in re'iyah. When it comes to seeing tzaya, I can't see tzaya when I'm davening. Therefore, if it's directly in front of me, it's no different if it's like 30, 40, 50 degrees to my side. Who cares if it's like 90 degrees or 180 degrees and not to my side. I see it. Mashiach came over here. It's not about seeing. It's about interrupting between the person and Hashem. Which means, when a person is davening, officially, he's having a conversation with the Rebbe And just like, if two guys are standing in the doorway, it's very impolite to walk in the middle of a conversation. Yeah, I mean, if you need to use it, Excuse me, excuse me, but both of you are human, so I could say excuse me to you. But it's generally impolite to walk in between a conversation. So when a person is conversing with the Rebbeinu Shalalem, it's also to walk in front of him because 
you're interrupting a conversation between two people, between a person and the Rebbeinu Shalom, and that's rude. You're distracting the person? That's a different reason. We'll get there in a second. Say by side that you can be right next to it, but if you're in a different, different Rishos, yeah, yeah. So there's nothing to do with it. There's nothing to do with the Yeah, that's a good question you're asking. We juggled that, we danced around it. I mean, if it's in your Rishos, then it's telling Ria. Right. I'm not happy with that, but that, that's, that's the lumbus we said. So, so the answer, in order to be Mechalic between Saya and, and, and walking in front of a guy, involves involves this, that it's an interrupting a conversation, therefore when you're on the side of a person, you don't interrupt the conversation. Lamaisa, Mishabura says you're not allowed to walk even on the side of a guy. And the can give two reasons. Number one, it's because you're interrupting a conversation between someone and the Rebbe And number two, you're staring their Shmanasri. Number two, you're staring their Shmanasri. So, when you have these two reasons, it's very hard to, it's very hard to get around this is, Which means, let's say a guy is that guy and he parks himself by the door for Shmonesra. So the guy, Mamasha Barber Shisarab, he parked himself in the middle of the door and these guys always have like mega Shmonesras. So the guy parked himself in the door and he's dialing a 15 minuter. So if it's out disturbing him, so he's mafkir his right to not be disturbed. If you don't want to be disturbed, your Shmanesre, there's a great spot for you, right here. If you're a mister in the door, then you're mafkir your right not to be dis- disturbed. But what about the Rebbeinah That ruins that. And then the other Paiskim say there's a heter. There's a heter. If you're going for a mitzvah, then it's not interrupting between him and the Rebbeinu Both of you are having a conversation with the Rebbeinu So the, the two reasons each come with their own heter, but it's very hard to have a total heter. Which means, if it's out disturbing the guy, so if he dominant in a public place, you can disturb him. If it's out, if it's out to the Rebbeinu you can't do that unless it's for a mitzvah. Something like that. So the the whole makar is this gemara. The gemara is talking about when somebody's right in front of him. Not to let's do it. Why would we stop it to let's do it? So because it because it stares. If it's out interrupting the rishon. Built into davening is you take three steps back you get the shmoneh esrei. Since when is that ever considered like a hefsek? Where else do we see something like that? Good point. Good point. Good point. Good point. So. The, well, it's not a two-way conversation. It's a one-way, it's a one-way conversation. conversation. So once he makes it, spot there, so then... Then you can interrupt him. Yeah. So the Munkacher Rebbe, the Das Taira, the Das Taira says a very nice svar. Das Taira says, there are more paskins elsewhere that we don't have kavana nowadays. What, we can put in a good shmanesrei, hopefully, but that's not called kavana. So the... Dastaira takes that svar of the Ramah and says, since anyway a person doesn't have kavana, this din doesn't apply anymore. And that's why Klai Yisrael's makel on this din, because since the whole problem is staring the guy's kavana, if the guy doesn't have kavana anyway, you're not doing anything wrong, because the Ramah passing in some kavalif that people don't have kavana anymore. So that's why this din fell by the wayside. Asks Rabbi Yashiv, 
Shkayach, you took care of the svara of of Kavana, but you didn't take the care of the svara of it's a chutzpah to interrupt the conversation. So Rabbi Yashiv says that 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 if it's a shasad chak or you're going for a mitzvah, l'mashal. I don't know if you remember the good old days when we dived in the Shtiblach, and the place is packed, and you're diving Shemarasri, and some Kayan Isbi wants to get to Duchening, and the guy, boom! <laughs> like, what happened to this halacha? So Rabbi Yashiv says, if the Kayan is going to wash his hands for Duchening, he's going to do a mitzvah, so there's no problem interrupting between you and the Rebbein and Shalom. So, so that's the way to manage these two svaras, which means, yes, it's halacha, you have, on one hand, the, the Das Terra that Kavana doesn't apply nowadays, and you have Rebel Yashiv's Heter in your back pocket that if you're going for a, for a Dvar Mitzvah, then that can allow it. But that's basically the, the Mar Mekaymas for this, for this Isser. Is this all from yesterday? Everything is a Shasad nowadays. No, 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 that only for, only for Minchamar, yeah. Does this apply to somebody sitting down? So sitting's another. You're not allowed to sit in Daladamas of a guy davening, period, anyway. Let's see you were there first. If the tzibra is davening, it doesn't matter. Because that's another issue. You're not allowed to sit in Daladamas of someone davening in It's a whole mother halal. Huh? Even behind. Maybe behind. No, so you don't want the table to cause a half-sick. I'll tell you why. There's another halal. It's another halal. You have to have by a wall. So, uh, if you're not on Mizrah, how, how do we do this? The answer is, permanent furniture doesn't count. That's part of the place. So the table doesn't exist, as Azavi. Shtender doesn't exist. Why is the table goes up? It's like, yeah, no, that's a wall, that's a wall itself. Yes, and this, the, the Shabur says that permanent fixtures don't count. Yeah. But that allows you to walk in front. No, 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 not for Daladamas. Da, not, not for Daladamas. You can walk in front of the, in the table? In a row? Nope. nope. Not, not in front of guys down in Shemarasri, unless you have these two out there. Yeah, because, because there's a machlekes rishenim. Why you have to daven by a wall, Rabbi Yoyna says, because that enhances kavana, so they say, therefore, if you have a, a makam kavua, which is a kavana producer, so Mimela, that takes care of the need to daven by a wall. They say that, so on Rabbi Yoyna. On, on your on your shmanas, right? If it's alz kavani, yeah. If it's alz rebbeinu shalom, no. Because yet, yet you're gonna right any time, right any time you get one svar, you're gonna fight back with all the svar. How does the cooking three steps back help? You you bring seivach and stadim. Yeah, that's also according to Mishnah. Yeah, so yeah, if you're going straight Mishnah Brewer, you can't do it. So should you can you end shmanas without three steps back? You bet. So you just walk. You, I mean, no, you can't walk anyway. But you can like start saying ashrei. Right, you, you, you can keep going. Yeah, you can start saying ashrei. You can start saying your tillim. You can start. Whatever you do during Chazar Sashat, you could do. <laughs> I know where you don't have Says the Gemara. Next. How did Rabirmia daven directly behind Rav? How did Rabirmia do this? A person is not allowed to daven. Number one, like a negative rabbi. Not next to his Rebbe, or in front of his Rebbe. Vuleya chayre rabbi, and not behind his Rebbe. Vitanya, Rebbe Liezer, Aymer, Hamaspala chayre rabbi, someone that davens directly behind his Rebbe. Vahanoisein shalem le rabbi. And someone who 
says Shalom to his Rebbe. So most people learn that it means you initiate Shalom, let him initiate. Others learn you say it very casually. Yo, hey. Others say, others say it's when you initiate. If your Rebbe, of course we're talking about a Rebbe Movok, has a well-known Shita. So for instance, if like you're a Talmud of Ramesha, and like everyone knows Ramesha has a Shita about Shabbos clock, such and such, you can't argue on that. If your Rebbe is your Rebbe Movok, and he has a Bavus de Shita, you're not allowed to argue on that. And if a person who's everyone knows, he's a major Talmud of so and so, and he personally came up with his own chiddush, you're not allowed to say that because people are going to automatically say, "Oh, if Rabbi said that, he's he heard it from Rabbi Yashin. So Mimela, Rabbi is not allowed to say his own Torah unless he like makes a huge disclaimer. This is not something that we have in the Gemara. I didn't hear this from my Rebbe, but I'm thinking like this. The point of all of these things is that there, there's a blurring of boundaries. Which means in order for there to be a Messiah in Kali Yisrael, there has to be a clear set of boundaries. That the Rebbe is primary and the Talmud is receiving from him. When there starts to be some type of e- equalness, equality, between the Rebbe and the Talmud, it's already blurring the lines of the Messiah. So if, you, if you're like equal to your Rebbe down right next to him, if you, if you argue on your Rebbe, like, yeah, okay, you, you think it's treif, I think it's kosher. If you argue, if you say so, all these things blur the lines of what is a Rebbe. Goyrim l'shechina shetestalak me Yisrael. It's going to eventually cause the Shechina to depart from Klal Yisrael. So, how did Rabbi Yirmiya bar Daven so close to Rav, he violated this b'risa? Says the Gemara, Shani Rabbi Yirmiya bar Eh, Rabbi Yirmiya is different. The Talmud Chavar Hava. In the status of a Talmud Chavar, what's a Talmud Chavar? Talmud Chavar is, by age, he's the same age as Rav. He's in the same Dar as Rav. They were in the same Shir in Yeshiva. But Lamaisa, Rav became Rav, and Rabbi Yirmiya bar didn't become Rav. So Rabbi Abba afforded Rav the covet of a Rebbe. He treated him like a Rebbe. He deferred to his psak. But Lamaisa, when it comes to etiquette type of things, we're the same age. It doesn't have to treat him like a Rebbe. So Mimela, Mimela, Rabbi Abba, he was able to get away with davening right next to Rav. And that's how we resolve these issues. So Rav didn't interrupt Rabbi Mishman Esrei. Rav... Rabbi Yirmi was able to daven near him, and Rav davened on Friday afternoon, Shabbos Manasri. The Gemara is now going to bring a raya to Rabbi Yirmi Bar Abba's status as a Talmud Chavar, but it's going to be a raya that's very, very negaya to our sugya. So we're going to mamish transition from talking about the Bryce and those tangential halachas, and we're going to mamish go back into our sugya seamlessly. V'hainu dekarmalei Rabbi Yirmiya bar Rav, that's why we find Rabbi Yirmiya bar on that Shabbos that he commented to Rav, mi badlis, did you stop? As in, now that you davent early, myriv, now that you took on Shabbos early, now that you davent myriv after plag, did you stop doing malacha? 
Omele in Badilna, Rav answered him, Yes, I did stop doing Malacha. Vulay Omar, and he didn't address him, Mibadil Mar. Did Rebbe stop? He didn't address him in third person. So we see from here a raya that Rabbi Yirmi Barabba, although in Psaq he listened to Rav, as far as like the Hilchas etiquette of a Rebbe, Rabbi Yirmi Barabba didn't treat Rav like a Rebbe, and that's why he talked to him in second person. Did you stop? He didn't say, did Rebbe stop? Fine. But now, we just opened up a can of worms. You see that when you're Mechabal, early Shabbos, you have to stop doing Malach. Says the Gemara, Umi Badil, do you have to stop doing Malach when you're Mechabal Shabbos early? Vahamar Oven, Pam Achas, Hispalo, Rebbe, Shal Shabbos, Barab Shabbos. Another one of these stories. Rebbe, not Rav, Rebbe made early Shabbos, and the minute he finished Mincha, Vinichnas Lamarachatz. He went into the bathhouse. Now it's usher. It's for sure usher to go into the bathhouse. Some things in the bathhouse would be a dairaisa. Other things in the bathhouse would be a drabonon. But if it's Shabbos, there's nothing for you to do in a bathhouse that you could be doing on Shabbos. And Rebbe went into the bathhouse. So you see that even though you davened earlier, you're Makabal Shabbos, you could still do malacha. And then he came out of the bathhouse and he said, Shir. It still hadn't become dark. So we see that it's mutter to do malacha after you davent early Shabbos. Says the Gemara, Amarava, hahu denichnas lahaziyah. Nope. There's one thing you could do in a bathhouse. Usher Tais is getting you nervous, right? No. Oh, really? I, oh. I, uh, yeah, I don't know how to be miyash with the two. The Amar of Ahud There is one thing you could do in the bathhouse. He went for the Schwitz. He went for the Schwitz, meaning Avada, you're not allowed to do Malacha. <laughs> so then what are you doing in the bathhouse? He went for the Schwitz. Ah, didn't we ask her going to Schwitz on Shabbos? Even though there's nothing technically wrong with the Schwitz. But didn't we ask her it? It was before they made the Gzeira to Aser going to the Shvitz on Shabbos. So says the Gemara, no, we still can say, like Rav answered him in Bedilna, yes, I stopped doing Malacha. Yes, once you're Makabal early Shabbos, you're not allowed to do Malacha. I, Rebbe was Makabal early Shabbos, and we saw him go into a bathhouse. What was he doing in there? Says the Gemara, he was in there for the Shvitz, and it was still the days that Shvitz was Motor on Shabbos. Is it because we're worried you're going to come and take a shower? Yeah. Says the Gemara, really? Is it mutter? Is it is it also to do malacha? Aini v'abaye shariler of dimi barlivoy. Abaye was mater for dimi barlivoy lebruye sali to steam baskets. So when you have a basket, the water would go through it. So you you put like tar in the basket. How do you get the tar to spread out evenly and become waterproof? You steam it. And you make the tar soft, and then it steams the basket, and then it becomes watertight, waterproof. That is a malacha dairaisa of makabapatish. You're making that basket now waterproof. You're making that basket now useful on Shabbos. That's a malacha dairaisa. So I nailed you. 
says the more you see from here, they were Mechabal Shabbos, and Abayah permitted them to do the Malacha Dairais of Makabipatish after they were Mechabal Shabbos, because it's not dark yet. Says the Gemara, nope. Ahu to Usahavoy. That was a mistake. Which means there's two reasons you could be Mechabal Shabbos early. You could do it on purpose, and we want to be Mechabal Shabbos early. I know what time it is. I know it's not Shkia. I want to be Mechabal Shabbos. Or you could be Mechabal Shabbos early based on a false premise. Remember, they had no clocks in those days. They had no watches in those days. So they would basically go with what they saw in the sky. So if it's like a really, really cloudy day, it's like really dreary, and like you could be off a little bit. And they went, they said, oh, it's time for Shabbos, time for Shabbos. And, and they went in and they davened, and they davened Marv, not because they wanted to make early Shabbos. They didn't want to make early Shabbos. They wanted to make Shabbos Bizman. They were mistaken. That, a, a Kabbalah Shabbos Betais, that doesn't count. So we'll stop here for tonight. But the Gemara emerges that when you when you daven, when you're Mechabal Shabbos early, you have to start keeping Shabbos. You can't daven Shabbos Meir and then do Malacha. You can't be Mechabal Shabbos early and then do Malacha. There's, of course, a possible exception. Shvitz before the Gzera. And if the Gansa Kabbalah Shabbos was a taste, which means you didn't want to make early Shabbos, you wanted to make Shabbos Bizman, only found out later that it's early Shabbos, that is reversible. Now, whether you have to daven again is another shaila, but that is reversible, and that you're able to do malacha. But otherwise, if you consciously are makabal early Shabbos, you're not allowed to do malacha before shkia just because it's not shkia yet. Well, you can daven and not makabal Shabbos. That, you said that before. Yes, that's how the, we have to work out that taste. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>